Messy. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hey. Hello. What's up? Hi. Excuse me. Can Can you not? Excuse me. Whoa. Hold on. I'm sorry. Excuse me. If you're gonna be our guest, <laughs> you do I not take it down too interrupt notches. our Where? intro. Look, I was totally choking on this. <laughs> I had like a mouthful of foam. I was like, oh fuck. You choking? Am I allowed? To- I know. Who knew? <laughs> anyway, uh, take. Yeah. Just creeping in. Hi, Mac. Hello, Mike. How are you? I'm good. Hi, Reese. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Guys, we're joined today with a special guest. A celebrity. Hey. A star. A actress. Model. Reality. TV star. Magician. Magician. Comedian. And ultimate reader of anybody fucking up in the near distance. She's there. And she has clocked me <laughs> and taught me several times, and I'm better for it. Everybody, welcome to How are you? I'm cunt. I'm yeah. cunt? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, I'm real good. Is that a thing? Have you ever heard that? Yes. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Yes. I'm cunt? Yeah. I know I'm... you're only half gay. Uh-huh. So you don't understand, exactly. But... <laughs> okay. Okay. Speaking of, can I just like go into my rant? Because sure. I, I have an awkward hookup story that I don't know if I've ever told on this podcast and I want to. And it has to do with basically what you just said. Because recently... I'm a TikTok star. Gasp. I've had one TikTok get over a thousand views. I'm officially famous. Okay, and that's the end of this episode. <laughs> no, right? No. I, was like, I feel like TikTok, it's like even calling itself out and how long it's going to last. It's TikTok. <laughs> TikTok, honey. Because <laughs> that shit is stupid. No, it okay. is stupid. It's so stupid, and that's why I love it. I love to get, uh, I love to get high and watch TikToks until 3 a.m. alone in my bed. It's the best. I like to get um. high and go to bed. <laughs> I felt that. But I get a lot of comments recently because people are like, oh, you're Mike from that Lohan show. And everybody's like, you're the one that pretended to be bi to make your parents accept you. And I'm like, bitch! First of all, how that makes sense. If you openly say you like dick, how also like pussy, liking pussy, help you? Speak. Tell me. Explain to me the ways. Because it's starting to annoy me and it's starting to get to me. <laughs> Honey, you're going to have to fuck more pussy publicly. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Like, for example, on the, the show, this is the awkward hookup time story. I literally was hooking up with Jules. Like, I was dead asleep. And they came to get, oh, it's hookup time, time, time with Mike. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I know this makes no sense to you, but I promise. Oh, no, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I work in television. You do. Yeah. You just accept it. it right? I want to get us out of the way so we can quickly get yeah. to. It's like an anime. <laughs> Things are just happening. Yes. Uh, I, I was dead asleep one night, and Jules got, like, hella drunk and tried to hook up with Billy. And he was like, no, because you're drunk. But I didn't know because I was asleep. So they came and got me and woke me up and said, Jules is calling for you. So I went in the room and Jules was like, I want to have sex with you. I was like, okay. So I was in like a pig hat and we just started having sex. But yeah, we covered, we covered ourselves. It's like you cover yourself with a blanket and there are like three cameras on you. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm trying to cover it. And she was like, just do it. Just do it. I'm like, you sure? She's like, yeah. Like, I just woke up. I'm like, all right. Cool, let's go. I'm gonna like pick I'm, I'm going in dry. Literally. Oh my god. <laughs> she was anything wee. but dry. Ah. <laughs> but then, next thing I know, like we we basically were just like fooling around a little bit of foreplay, and before it like it it like just started. Like there wasn't even like I think it was like the beginning of the full penetration. Mm-hmm. One of the producers, she's a regular of mine at the Abbey, and she knew that Jules was like very fucked up. And I didn't know that. And there was just that whole scandal on, I think it was The Bachelor or something, where, like, a girl claimed that she was, like, raped because she hooked up with one of the guys while she was, like, very intoxicated. So in order to, like, help me out, all of a sudden, one of the producers comes (laughs) running into the room and before I get full thrust in, grabs me by the hips, pulls me away. Oh, wow. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, I'm in the middle of trying to, like, hook up with this girl while three cameras watch. And now a friend of mine who's also the producer of the show is grabbing me, based, like, right about, like, basically grabbing my dick, like, stopping it from going in. She's like, I want some. <laughs> my turn. This is ridiculous. Literally. Ridiculous. Putting the dick in ridiculous. 
But or she, taking it out. Go and on. I, I was so annoyed. I was like, what are you doing? I want to, because I was all excited at that point. I was like, <laughs> you know, out of tension, ready to go. And she just whispers, she's more drunk than you know. And I was like, thank you. Thank you very much. I'll see everybody later. Like, I literally got my shit. And, and, and Jules was still like, where are you going? Why are you stopping? And I was like, I'm not about to. Mm-mm. Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Consent is important, kids. Yes. Consent is and th- no, because that is something that they don't teach little boys, and there should be a class on that. A to protect the girls, and B to also protect the guys who might be stupid. You know what I mean? Especially because there's a lot of stupid guys out there. If a girl is very intoxicated or under the influence of anything, even if they say yes at the moment, if they are intoxicated, and in the morning they they don't agree with their actions or like. It is basically still considered rape if a girl gives consent but is under the influence when she gives consent. Mm-hmm. I can't believe anyone has sex with anyone that can have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> and now you know why Aris is here. Ooh, it's just such a gamble. <laughs> like, I, like, oh, such a, <laughs> it is. I mean, that's it is. a fucking it's, gamble. I'm they like, like to live life on the edge. Like, yeah, <laughs> they're just like, we just hit it with no condom. I'm like, yeah. you might be stuck with someone for the rest of your life. Well, did people fuck on Strut? If you guys don't know, Arisa's on a reality show called Strut. The only people fucking were Lath and I. <laughs> no, but like, isn't that complicated? Because we're both trans. We're both on so many hormones. Everything's blocked off. <laughs> <laughs> so Strut. It w- explain explain to me the concept of. It was just a show surrounding a bunch of trans models and following us in our boring ass lives. Why are you boring ass lives? My life is not. Over. No, I've said this before. I'm like, my life is not interesting without like people in it. Like mm-hmm. otherwise, I will choose to go home and watch My Fair Lady. Fair. Hi. Um, <laughs> so I just feel like they didn't have much of a concept beyond that. And so they were creating a lot of stories. So a lot of it's made up. It's super reality TV and everyone. And what I hate about reality TV and don't do this. If you do this, do not judge people on the 15 minutes in an episode that you learned about them when it's a whole hour, because you don't fucking know me beyond that 15 minutes. Like, yes, I said the bitchy things I said. Yes, I did the bitchy things I did, but you don't fucking know me, bitch. But that also (laughs) made good TV. And no, it made great TV. So you wouldn't have been watching it. You stupid hoes. Yeah. People always like the, the things people say, to reality TV people, especially because they're an easy target. Yes, you know I mean? and be like, "Well, you put yourself out there. You deserve the uh, the bullshit." I'm like, "Well, you live in your mom's basement in Iowa, okay? <laughs> so I don't deserve shit from you, okay? I live in LA in the streets. Not I don't live in the streets, but I run these streets. And you're not gonna tell me how to live my fucking life when I got to television and you didn't. Ooh, you can't even get out your mom's Ooh. basement. Fuck you. And Ooh. y'all just been red diaries. Thank yes. you for coming." Ooh. Thank you. Thank for- you. That was the episode. <laughs> it's tea. <laughs> We're going to be fine, you guys. So the Out 100 was just announced, I think, like. And I'm not on it again. Ago. Yeah. Same. Surprise, surprise. Same piss. <laughs> but the cover star this year is the one and only Sam Smith. Oh. Okay, I like him. Cute. He's been in my comedy show. He thought I was funny. Really? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Them, them. True. They them, have been them, to my comedy them. show and they thought I was funny. Wait, Sam. Sorry, we've been drinking. Sam Smith is. Nice. Yeah, they, them. Yeah, yeah really? they, them, theirs. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah, we got to respect these pronouns. We do, yeah. Respect mm-hmm. their pronouns. It's like. They announced that like what, a few weeks ago? I don't know. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was recent. I know it was, it was recent. recent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you go? Did you? Did they have an award party here? I went. To, they had a at one hundred. The at one hundred party. Year. Yeah, I went to the party last year I in the most uncomfortable fucking dress that looked amazing, <laughs> but it scratched the shit out of my tits. You I always go look to the amazing party. at these events. Thank you, ASOS. Thank you, ASOS. <laughs> <laughs> like I look like trap. I showed up because I heard there was an open bar, mm-hmm. and I was like, cute. Yeah. You showed up to the Out 100 just because of an open bar. I know. The most influential LGBT people in the one room. Was it? Yes. Yes. No, that's the, the, most the, Out influ- the most influential they remember. They were, yes. Because they forget about me every year, yes. but y'all be watching my memes, huh? Yeah. I was, okay. I was in Out Magazine. I was the cover of Out Magazine this year. Not, not this year. In, in like January. Wow. Congrats. Work. You're welcome. <laughs> no, we're on that list, though. <laughs> yeah. We're just not influential enough. We're not influential enough. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Chuvada for prep. Chuvada for prep. 
How dare you shun the first transgender woman that's been in a fucking commercial? No, national commercial for uh, pharmaceuticals. I'm literally the first one in history. That's just also Ooh. Lululemon. You did Lululemon. Yeah, I'm also the first transgender woman to be in a campaign for Lululemon. And Lucky Brand Jeans. I, can, I have all the firsts, guys, and I'm not influential. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, yeah, stop buying all the shit that I keep selling. Sorry, do I sound bitter? Because I am. Because I am. Because I am. Bitter like the beer, honey. Ow. Oh, God. What a great episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Welcome. spilling tea, bitch. I don't lie to anyone. Good. Thank you. I feel like I feel like that's needed. Welcome our new co-host. Okay. Hi. I have the right to be upset. I'm a trans woman of color, and I am ignored, just like the rest of them. There. I said it. I said it. So back to Out 100. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who's on the list this year. I just know. Like, I feel like that's. I saw enough. the photo that it was Sam Smith as the cover. I feel like that says enough. Does anybody really know or care? I feel I like care. stuff like that is, I feel like honestly, and I, I think a lot of these um, LGBT award shows now are just for people to, like bragging rights at this point. Like it's half the people on that contest. list. Yeah, half the people on that list. What'd you do, really? <laughs> honestly. Half the people I've never heard of. Like some like did, did really great like philanthropy work. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. She opened a center. I heard of really one nice. for, su- I'm not going to say who, but I heard about one because they were like sucking dick in the bathroom at Rocco's. And that's about that. What? Uh... That's how they got on the list? <laughs> Probably. I'm like, bitch, that's all I had to do? I'm at Rocco's all the time. I wow. just stay on my knees out there. God, what do I have to do? Whose dick do I have to suck to get on a fucking list? Yeah, I've sucked dick in more incriminating places. What the fuck? <laughs> that's a better list. That's Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's a better yes, list. Yes, the in 100. That's what we should Coming to you soon. Coming yes. to you soon. And let's quickly get out of the way. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's kill this. Ooh, moment moment of the week week with Oliver. (laughs) Hi. Hi. People have tweeted and asked, like, speak up, Oliver. I'm sorry, I'm anti-social. You were not shy one second ago. Stop pretending there are real people here. Shy. (laughs) Oliver, the Ash Nico of our podcast. Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) BTS was snubbed by the Grammys yet again. That's it. The Grammy nominations came out, Uh and BTS was not nominated for a single award, even though. All last year. What is the Grammys awards for again? Music. Music. Oh, they are? Yeah. Yeah. I don't don't know. I don't know. BTS. Actually, it's not for music. It's for audio, because Whoopi Goldberg has a Grammy, and it's because of a comedy tape. Yeah, it's audio. It's audio. Mm -hmm. What? But, like, BTS sold the most albums last year in the U.S., but, like, whatever. That's fine. They just ignored that. Okay. <laughs> what is it? Because it's K-pop. Do they have like a separate K-pop category? Is that no? Why? They just like they're a boy band. The only international True. like person that is like fucking nominated is Rosalia, I think. True, and also like no one that's Asian. The is Grammys nominated. don't really nominate boy bands in general. They dance. They do so much. I know. Shit. I know, and it's okay. weird. <laughs> and also, they don't really announce. They don't really like nominate people that are outside of America. You know, like but no, but like last year. Okay. Last year, they presented, when her won the award, they presented for her. Mm-hmm. They have all the suits that they wore to the Grammys last year in the Grammy Museum. They um, were welcomed into the Grammy recording, like, what was it? Recording Academy? Recording Academy? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Recording Academy. They all were accepted into that. And then they were photographed at the Grammys by, like, the guy that photographs all the winners. So they were literally, like, baited into it. For clout, and then just nothing this year. I'm like, <laughs> fuck you. They were also nominated last year. I mean, that's basically how they treat Beyonce every year, basically. Every I mean, year. They nominate every her just to not let her win anything. Yeah. <laughs> Beyonce fuck never Taylor won. Swift. I mean, she she's won she a few, wins. but she like yeah. wins like best urban. That's yeah, but it. it's not. Yeah, but it also, should be best album. Yeah. Best urban. Can we talk about how urban is like very? Why is that a category? Because that's just. It's very pointed. It's racist. I know. Yeah. It's, yeah. Racist. <laughs> it's, it's like, like let's um, give the black people this award so we can give back exactly. album of the year again. So yeah. we can keep stealing their culture and <laughs> yeah. giving our people the awards. Iggy Azalea, <laughs> Justin Bieber. <laughs> just saying they Post all got Malone. Grammys for singing like Negroes. Anyway. With music written by black people. I said it. <laughs> anyway, and produced by black people. If you don't believe me, check. Fact check me. What you got? Right. So we have a Reese here with us. <laughs> <laughs> so my morning is over. Goodbye. Yeah. So we have questions, right? We have several questions because one thing, I mean, I like to bring out every guest's expertise. Mm-hmm. And one thing a Reese does is 
give a very good combination of advice and reading at the same time. It's like <laughs> the pressure is on to be clever right now. <laughs> so I sent out um, on Twitter and Instagram. I think we got a lot on Instagram. I had to like okay. weed it out a little Instagram bit. Instagram first, then. Um, I had people submit both questions for a surprise model and separately questions for a surprise trans model because I want to like not just. I don't have a bunch box, of trans you know, questions. I'm like, exactly. oh, God, boring. I, I want to, like, I know, I, I want to see, A, if it's interesting, if they're different or not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. because I feel like it, it was just, um, I, I know it's going to be a little late when this podcast comes out, but it was just recently Trans Visibility. Uh, it's trans, uh, Transgender Week of Visibility or whatever. And then um, the, the day one was today. Oh, like, the yeah. big one was the today. The day we're filming this, right? Yeah. Okay, Cause wow. I was, yeah, because I had a contract where I had to post You're something. visible. You had to <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the reason why, I, one of the reasons why I really wanted to have a Reese on here um, specifically and give her her own segment is because I feel like you are one of the most, like, blunt. Out, like, you're, you're not censored at all. You don't give a shit. You're very honest. And like before this, I asked Doris, like, is there anything I'm not allowed to talk about? Is is you know, is there anything I, uh, you don't want me to mention? She goes, oh no, ev- anything you want. Mm-hmm. Like nothing is off limits, and I think that's what this podcast is good for. And I'm really excited for these answers Here and to go. pick your brain a little bit, bitch. That's exciting. And if you guys are offended by anything she says, don't worry, we'll give you her at and Instagram. You could attack her there if you want. <laughs> no, come for me, bitch. I'm ready for you. <laughs> should yeah. we should we start surface level? Let's start surface. Just mix them all together. Mix them all together. I want to see. Yeah. Okay, how long does your makeup routine take? Uh, it depends on what I have to do. For like today, this took thirty five minutes because I wasn't doing anything serious or on camera except for this. But not like serious HD in my face with 17 lights on me camera that's going to be seen all over the world. Well, it will be seen all over the world. But I mean like national real TV stuff. So, but if I'm doing an event or if you see my pictures of me at like Avita or something, that takes about an hour. Really? Mm. Yeah, because you have to get all the HD shit perfect. You do Mm -hmm. a lot of events. Like for somebody, yeah. yeah. Like I, I know people that have like, been here for years and years and years and years and years, but I, I see you out there hustling and you get booked for a lot of shit. Thanks. No, I think it's, it's like, it's a, it's a thing that needs to be like pointed out. Like, is there a, a tip or like, what, what, what do you think is uh, the reason for that? Do you think it's just like visibility or is like a, a certain thing you do for like hard work wise? Um, you have a really I, good manager bitch. What's the tea? Right? <laughs> no, I um One of my fun tricks is that I say yes to everything. Mm hmm. And if I can't do it, I cancel last minute, which is flaky as hell. But I usually don't have to cancel unless I really just can't do it. And you're always on time, which is honestly, you're here before me today. (laughs) But no, do you know how rare that is in L.A.? Like I tell people six o'clock if I want them there at seven. I always expect people to be an hour late in L.A. I I learned my like time crunch ethic from being a model in New York. I was a model in New York for three years. And uh, like a real ass model, not an Instagram model, kids. So like the kind <laughs> that had to be in downtown at four o'clock, which means they mean three thirty. Mm-hmm. And so, otherwise, you are replaced. You're absolutely replaced because there's another girl right behind you that's younger, prettier, and thinner. And so they don't care about you if they booked you and you're not acting right. You're replaced immediately. It's yeah. always been that way. It's just a New York model lifestyle. So I've been on time to everything ever since I lived there. I love that so much. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about the story about how Arise got me in a party once without having to pay? It was in New York. And she talked. <laughs> we were walking up. I'm trying to remember. I was not, <laughs> like, you look like we were fucked up. Drunk, no, yeah. we were fucked up. It was after Marco Marco's uh, fashion week show. Oh my god! And we went to the rooftop, and that's when we like. It wasn't the first time I met you, but I. It was like, oh my god, hey, Arise, because we met. We me, I, I originally met her at a pool party for my birthday. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. And she was just she at was the there. standard. Yeah, we met in um, a, a private room. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, where they were doing cocaine. Shit. <laughs> 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 goodbye, s- goodbye, sponsors. <laughs> I didn't say you were. Some white bitch was. People were doing cocaine in that room. Okay. Yeah, there were people doing cocaine. I went to go to the bathroom. Okay, yeah. someone, no, spilled a dr- someone spilled a drink all yeah. over me. You, me, and Ronnie went in there to change. Yes, <laughs> we went in there to change. And then Arisa was just making me crack up. And I've never met her before. And then mm-hmm. I was like, who are you? Yeah. And then at the same time, my friend Ronnie was like, became infatuated. Yeah. <laughs> Bless his soul. Okay. I am also infatuated with Ronnie now. He is great. Because <laughs> yeah, Arise goes uh, above and beyond for her friends all the time. Mm-hmm. And so does Ronnie. And that's 
and, and then I, I always, I tell them, fuck so, it up. Yeah, set the bar low for me because, and I tell Woo! people, I was like, listen, don't ever take it personally because that's just how I am, and I am apologizing now to everybody. That's but, fine. Yeah. <laughs> We've accepted it as a reality. Arisa is literally. I was super fucked up. We were having like a heart to heart at an after party. It was just like the three of us at Ronnie's, and me and Ronnie were like talking about some of our issues. And Arisa goes, so like, I just want to make sure like you know what you do, like you're aware. And I was like, yes, thank you. <laughs> she's like good good to know um we're, oh well we were at the party in new york sorry i went on a tangent we were at the party in new york and i was uh getting ready to pay it was like an 80 dollars cover or something like that and i saw you just walk you just like walked right up the stairs and i was like what and you're like honey you're with me and you just brought me with you i was like what and we started kicking walking up i'm like how did you do that and she goes sweetie it's new york in this world when you have a waist that looks like that and an ass that looks like that you don't pay to get into places and i was like oh! <laughs> and i use that to this day it doesn't oh it always God. work it always works yeah if i don't know anyone at the front door front door i go straight to the front door and i'm like hi and they're like oh and they let me right in and i'm like that's what i fucking thought <laughs> And they don't know who I am. I don't like. It's not like I'm super famous. Y'all just see me for the first time, and you know it. So, <laughs> my commercial. No, but I'm saying like it's not because they know who I am. It's because they feel like they should know who I am. If you mm -hmm. act like you're somebody, people will believe you're somebody. People Especially. believe what you want them to believe. One hundred percent. So when you act like you're the shit, you already are. Yeah, it's eighty percent of confidence and like, like, mind game. Mm -hmm. Like you know what I mean? Exactly. How you carry yourself because there's people much more famous and influential than all of us but i feel like when we walk out i feel like when we, we all go out there's like a presence you know what i mean it's the way you carry yourself if you carry yourself with importance people are going to see you with importance Arbor, shut bless up. you bless you <laughs> yeah someone called our corner at the abbey the clout corner <laughs> on my instagram they're like oh i love your clout corner i was well, like "Ooh, me too bitch well <laughs> well it's a business you and i have talked about this before going out and being social is literally our job that's how i book half the things i get yeah going out like in la going to bar like i don't ever get it i don't i've never got a job out here whether it be in business mm -hmm. media marketing anything by applying online i go out to a bar and I meet somebody who can help me get meet through the somebody, door. Meet somebody, you flex those mm -hmm. muscles. You're like, oh. I'm not saying I've sucked job. a dick to get a job, but I've sucked a dick mm. to get a job. I would, but I haven't had to. Oh, I have. <laughs> I'm like, someone get me into a Marvel movie. Slide in my DMs. <laughs> tell me who you are. We'll make it work. No, but um, that's I, I tell people that all the time because my mom's always like, you're, you're always out partying. And I'm like, mom, I literally, I have hosted LA Pride the past two years in a row. And I think I'm hosting again next year. We already talked about it. But um, I can say that. I don't care. Um, <laughs> no, but I've hosted LA Pride, which was a dream job of mine once. Mm -hmm. And um, I got that job at a party. Like someone literally emailed my manager and was like, hey, we are interested in a Reese for Pride. And I was like, who is this? Like, I did not remember. And they're like, hey, I met you. And I met them later at the meeting. They're like, I met you at this party up in the hills. And I just thought you were so funny. I thought you'd be great at it. And I was like, you don't even know what I do. You don't even know what I do. And now I host the whole fucking 80,000 person party. I'm like, what the fuck? I got a job at CBS Television Network working on several different shows by forming a bond with somebody in the bathroom. Not not sexually. I wasn't doing anything sexual. I was like, what? We just like, more cocaine? No, no. Right? No. I was we like, these stories like, are We steady. were just like, we were just like, I was like freshening up or whatever at an after party in the bathroom and this person was there and he was like, oh, you want a shot? I'm like, yeah. We went and go took a shot. We were just like started talking mm -hmm. and then they helped me get in a foot and door at CBS and then also, I got the Lohan Beach Club because I fucked Alex and his boyfriend one night after a drunken hookup party and they were like that's a cool story let me watch you on the show that's literally like that literally got me a TV show and a blue check officially so everybody can yes. <laughs> yes blue check marks all blue around check, the table verification squad yeah <laughs> so yeah yeah are you ready for a second question? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> it's been like we 20 so minutes. I know, tangents. I'm ready. Um uh most people a lot of people want to know how did you start, basically. Uh that's funny. I have wanted to be a model since I was like 13 or 14, because uh the Victoria's Secret fashion show at that time had sort of replaced like the Miss America pageant as like the TV beautiful woman contest. Because it was mm -hmm. all just basically the swimsuit uh swimsuit portion. Uh, just cut, uh, cut the middleman out, and you're just watching a whole lingerie show. It was fabulous. But we used to watch it as a fucking family. And I thought to myself, oh, my God, 
I want to be pretty for a living. It looks like so much fun. It just looks like so much fun. They look like they're having the best time being skinny yes. and walking. Yeah. And I'm like, God, that looks dumb. <laughs> I can't wait to do this. And um, I had no idea how much work was going to go into it. I have not had pasta, as I see your pasta, in years. <laughs> years. I miss bread. I miss cake. I miss sugar. <laughs> There are things oh. like, you know, if you can do anything else, kids, do it. Do not be a model. Yeah. It is the stupidest shit. True. It is the True. stupidest fucking True. job. And I have way too much mouth to be a model forever. So, I've but keep hiring me. Because <laughs> I'm still starving to death. Okay, so how did I get started? So I remember asking my mom and... I was like, I want to be a model. And she was like, well, you have to wait until you're older and you know what's gonna, what it's going to be about. And I didn't know what she meant, but, you know, it's about drugs, rock and roll, cocaine. Mm -hmm. um, that's what's very, that? It's very model. <laughs> it's very model. But um, not me, because look at my skin. Ha ha. Anyway, <laughs> cocaine will tell that story for you. Um, what's his face? But I got started in a contest. It was called Model Search America. And it was basically a scam, but um, it was huge in D.C. And it went for like maybe three years, but I did it one year. And I remember my sister took me because my mom couldn't take me. And I got signed by one agency. And after that, I did like local JCPenney fashion shows and American Eagle fashion shows. I was 16 or 17 years old when I started. And um, I did like penny saver catalogs, but I've been modeling since I was 17. That's so cool. Wow. Yeah, and so well, yeah, when people ask me how to get started now, I'm like, you guys have a whole new frontier where people are actually looking at you on your phone. I had to literally go into a place with a book full of your pictures, and they flip through it and tell you no. Mm. Like, that was what old modeling was. So you get told no, 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 and you have to keep moving to the next one, the next one, the next one, the next one. Can I ask a personal question? Go. Well, how old were you when you transitioned? 19. So you did. You, so you I was a male model for two years, and <laughs> while I was signed at, I think I was at Green Agency in Miami, because uh, I moved to Miami from DC when I was 18. But um, I think I was at Green, and I remember my agent at the time it was this big woman named Dora. She was so funny, but uh, she said, "Just don't get your tits too big. You'll never work again." <laughs> and I was like, I said, so you'll move me to the women's board? She goes, yeah, who cares? Well, that, <laughs> I was that, like, okay. Because that's amazing. But now, okay, she moves you to the women's board. And I, this might be asked. I don't know, but I'm just like, mm -hmm. I'm maybe we'll just interested. skip it if it is. Yeah, I'm, right. very, I'm very interested in this. Do you have to, have you ever, do you have to, or have you ever had to disclose that fact? It or was that was literally secret. the question I was going to ask. So next. Oh, that's someone so funny. That's so funny. Back yeah. then, back then, because uh, this is 2003. 2006, which is aging me. You can tell I'm very old now. But um, you can also tell from my attitude because I'm jaded as fuck. Anyway, <laughs> I can call myself out. I don't care. Anyway, um, I... What was the fucking question? Have you ever... Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. So back then, we were not allowed to disclose. If you disclosed, you were not going to work. And I walked every single Miami Fashion Week, so many shows. For five years, I was there. The last... Two years, I think I was out as a trans model because I'd already developed relationships with the designers that I'd walked for for years, so they didn't care. Mm -hmm. But the first, when I was 19, people thought I was a mute because I wouldn't talk. Oh, my wow. God. Yeah, because I will give myself away when my fag comes out. <laughs> okay? <laughs> because I, I just talk. I'm very, like, flamboyant, loud, obnoxious. Most girls are not. Like, most mm -hmm. cis girls are not that obnoxious, unless you're from Jersey. Okay? Like, we know. <laughs> we know. But I what you're talking about. Exactly. No, but guess what? I'm not that type of girl, because the way I hold myself, I'm just like, yeah. mm -mm -mm. you know, I'm kind of shishi. But, um... Which is bougie. Well, you have a personality. <laughs> a lot of like, you know, that you see those beautiful, pretty models that do all those shows, and then you see mm -hmm. them in person. They don't really talk. They just kind of like sit there and drink their comp bottles. Yeah, you know they're boring as fuck. They're yeah. usually really, really boring. Have nothing to offer. They don't vote. And you're always out. Like you don't just like you. I mean, you go to events for free, obviously. Like mm -hmm. we, you go to like we got this table at Avita for what? For being there. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. I'm like because it's. But fabulous. you host. Like you don't just sit there. Like they have you. They put a mic on you. Like so you are able to do this and also kind of like have a voice, I think, which is very rare and like it awesome. It took years. It yeah. took years, but I also, I had to want it as well because before I thought I wanted to be a supermodel and now I've kind of gotten there. Let's be honest. I'm a transgender supermodel is what I call myself because yeah. there's like nine of us. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, and y'all have heard, if you know about transgender models, you've heard of me, bitch. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's tea. That is fucking tea. Chewbacca for prep. Yeah. You, you, if you don't think you know who I am, bitch, try again. Turn yeah. the TV on. Anyway. Um, I'm on the pill. I'm on the pill. <laughs> I just wanted to know what my options were. So I asked my doctor about Chewbacca for prep. <laughs> 
I know my script. Anyway. I love that. Um, what was the question? I keep. No, you answered it. You answered it. You answered it. You are great. All right. Somebody wants to know: Are there any like large struggles you go to through on a daily basis, either in the industry or being a trans woman? Um, my struggles in the industry are the same as regular model struggles: is that there are sixteen-year-old girls being signed at your agency and they're being pushed harder, mm-hmm. or not necessarily my agency because I have been moved to the celebrity board. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but um. But I will say there is someone younger, prettier, and then the younger girls, because I have an all-trans agency, Slay Models, if you haven't heard of it. We had a whole show about it. Anyway, with that, these girls, when they do it that young, they've been openly trans, because this is a new frontier. They've been openly trans since they were like 10, Mm -hmm. 5. Yeah, they've been on hormones for like years. These girls are serving fish, tilapia, bass. (laughs) I'm (laughs) I'm like, yo. She doesn't have a pussy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, not to even go to genitals. But I mean, like, where I'm just like, she wasn't, she's not a what? She's a what? She's a what hell? Like, where I'm like, oh my God, I look like a big old man right now. <laughs> she is stunning. I'm like a little Adriana Lima looking bitch. But <laughs> it's true. Some of them look so good and it is intimidating. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm like aging out. I've got to start talking more. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm gonna have to move to television. What? <laughs> I have a. Do you ever experience? I know I keep coming up with my own questions. Go, go ahead. Medical. Go ahead. Yeah. Because I know I. Um, Jules, uh, the girl I dated for a minute, she, she used to do New York Fashion Week all the time. She was mm-hmm. a model in New York and came back and would tell me horror stories about why she hated it and everything. It's horrible. Because she is literally stick skinny. Mm, stick skinny. That's New York. And sh- they would come to her and be like, "She's you need, fat. You need to lose twenty pounds." And she was like. I like my boobs. I like my ass. They gotta go. And, and she was like, I don't. I want. But she's like, literally, I've never seen a girl like that, like, o- like almost that skinny. And it was like, the thing is, you know what? What I did, I just kept changing my market. So the Miami market was very swimsuit. So I had like, I was thin, but it was kind of like a swimsuit body. And then New York is a high fashion body. I was six feet tall and 123 pounds. Uh, the whole, like all three years I lived in New York. No, it was disgusting. Every time I stood up, I was dizzy. Like, Like, it's not even exaggerating. Like, I drank black coffee and ate raw nuts. What? No joke. Um, I know, no pun intended. Um, (laughs) And just like some fruit here and there, but that was my whole fucking diet. I think the whole time I was in New York. I can't diet. It was exhausting, but I booked. Bitch, I booked. (laughs) I look like a head with legs. I was like, this is amazing. But um, that commitment is insane. It's what I wanted to do. And yeah. it's it's I have so much more to prove because I am a black trans person. Like yeah. if you fail, ugh. are there negative like health effects by doing that though? Because obviously like you're absolutely. Booking this- mm-hmm. Oh my God, mm-hmm. I was probably dying. <laughs> yes, I, I, I absolutely no. And yeah, and there's more like you actually people don't talk about this when you have that low amount of calories in your body. You don't sleep. Oh. I almost never slept. You cannot get to sleep. You'll be up all night and just get up in the morning. And then have to look pretty in the morning? Yes. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Yeah, and so, yeah, I had, a, I had a lot of trouble sleeping. That's why, it's literally why I left New York. I was like, I cannot maintain this any further. <laughs> and I had plateaued in my career. Like, I wasn't getting the biggest, best jobs, and I wasn't getting anything super good. I, I was just like, okay, I'm done. I don't want to be a model anymore, and I moved here to stop modeling. And then two months later, I was shooting that show. That's crazy. Wow. Yes, all because I met that guy at brunch. Oh, who wow. is now my agent. I'm telling you, that's how you get jobs out here. Mm-hmm. You fucking go that's out and you mm-hmm. have to have a social game. I'm sorry. Like, if you're beautiful in Iowa, great. But if you don't have a personality, <laughs> girl, don't come here, Becky. You won't last. You won't last. Yeah. You're going to get a job at Panera and I'll be able to pay your bills and leave after four months. Don't do it. I've seen it. Exactly. People want to know, um, how do you tell your parents that you're a model? I'm just- I was like, what? How'd that story go? Yes. Uh, How did I come out to my parents? Uh, I came out as gay first when I was 16 because that was a safe word. Because, uh, again, like we did a lot of things as a family. I have a really close family. And so uh, we used to watch Will and Grace, and that was my mom's like favorite show. And so, like, if Will and Grace is on, you have to shut the fuck up. So I knew that she was kind of okay with gay people. Mm -hmm. I was like, hey, mom, I'm gay. And she's like, oh, okay. And that's how that went. It was literally like, are you still going to cheerleading practice? Because I was <laughs> captain of my squad when oh, I came God. out. Yeah, which means she knew. Okay. Which means she fucking knew. And I had on more mascara than her at the time. I was like, Mom, I'm gay. <laughs> and she is like, all right. 
I'm glad you told me. I'm like, bitch. And anyway. And then, uh, but I remember I moved to Miami and literally like a week into living in Miami, I was like, oh, by the way, I'm not doing that dude thing anymore. I am a woman and this is how I'm going to live now. Mm-hmm. And uh, because I didn't have any pressure from people I grew up with or just that oppressive environment that is Northern Virginia, where I'm from. And um, they're really nice people. Like, it's a place full of nice people. But, I mean, there is a lot of pressure to conform and be cis-heteronormative. Of course. Yeah, white picket fence, golden retriever, get married, bah, that's your life. So that's not my life. So um, I moved to Miami, and I came out to my parents and everyone else, because everyone in Miami already thought I was me, like, as I am now. but I came out a year later at 19, and I remember my mom picked me up from the airport, and I was so fucking nervous. I was like, I'm going to tell her. I'm going to fucking tell her. I was shaking so much that I had to sit on my hands. And um, just because it could be the end of everything. You know, I'm like, this could be my cutoff. Like, this could be my get out. This could be when I have to do things myself. And I'm not good at paying bills on my own. Just ask my landlord. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We pull up in my driveway, and it's like a 45-minute drive from the airport to my house. And I remember just the pressure. And I was like, I tell her right now. And I said, Mom, i got to tell you something. And, I was, uh, and she was like, okay, what? I said, Mom, I'm transgender. And she was like, okay, what's transgender? And I told her, and she was like, oh, okay. She goes, that actually answers a lot of questions I've had for you. Um, she goes, are you happy? And I said, no. I was like, I'm a student. <laughs> like, I, no. Oh, no, I'm not happy. Now, she goes, well, are you going to finish school? And I was like, yeah, I plan on it. And she goes, I'm going to have a problem here. I said, Your great. mom sounds amazing. She's great. She, I'm so lucky I had her. Yeah, she's the best mom ever. But uh, I just, but it's funny because after that, I was like, okay, well, you get to tell the rest of the family because I'm not doing that again. Yeah. <laughs> that's and that pretty is much how I, I did it too when I came yeah, out. I was like, like I'm not gonna to do you. that. You can tell everyone, mom. Go ahead. Uh-huh. <laughs> have you experienced or have you like had any like flobs on the um, runway, like falls, seen someone fall or see something go like no, terribly wrong? I have not fallen. I have okay. slipped and I literally cried when I got off the runway oh, because wow. it was in New York. It was one of the last fashion weeks I did, and I told them I did not want to go down in this gown because it was coming apart as I was walking in it backstage. Oh my god! It was literally tearing all the way up the front, and it was like it was like ten pounds or something of hand done beads and this long ass train. I said I don't want to wear this. They're like, oh, you're the only one tall enough to wear this, and I was just like, I do not want to wear this gown. I said this is a mess. This is going to fall apart. This is a mess, and so I'm walking because uh, they didn't listen to me at all, and I'm walking. And I'm just going at a regular, like a good pace for like a gown like that. And um, I stop and it's so heavy. The train goes like I, when I stop at the end of the runway, that's, it's so heavy. The train goes right underneath me. And mm. so I can feel it underneath me. And I try to carefully step off the train. And I, st- and I just like it was like a jerk. And I caught myself and then I whipped it around and I went to the back and I just ripped the dress off and I started crying. I was like, I oh. fucking hate this. I was like, I hate this career. I hate it. I know wow. someone in the, I know someone asked because I remember seeing it. Someone was like, can, uh, can she walk in heels? Can you walk in heels, bitch? Bitch, you better Google the Marco Marco show of any of the past four years and see <laughs> me walk in six inch pumps. How'd you, how do you learn to walk in heels? Do you have any tips for anybody? Uh, I had at Elite Models in Miami, I had a trainer named Junior, who's now one of my bestest friends. It was his birthday yesterday, but that's not, he's not going to see that because this is going to come out way later. Anyway, he taught me how to move. So you can walk in heels. Anyone can walk in heels. He taught me how to move in heels. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can fucking glide. Love that. Yeah, it's different. <laughs> Someone wants to know if you have any thoughts on the show Pose. Do you feel shows like this help bring awareness to trans issues? Are there any pros or cons of this type of exposure? I think... That's such a deep question. That is a deep question, <laughs> and I do have opinions. Um, I think Pose is necessary because you have to look at gay and trans history because they don't teach it in school, so how mm-hmm. the hell would we ever know True. if this stuff happened? Like, I didn't know that gays and trans people were so divided ones, Mm -hmm. which I learned on the show. I was like, oh my God, the gays threw her out of a gay bar? That's like my Mecca. (laughs) Like I literally live at gay bars. I don't know what I would do without gay bars. That's where I am all the time. But it's a safe space. People forget that gay bars aren't just a place for you to have your fucking bachelorette party. And like it's, and people are like, oh my God, you gay. Like how dare you tell a straight people like they can't come. Like, no, you can come, but you have to remember that we're here because we can't go anywhere else. And we, we can go like, yeah, like you go to a, yeah. Like, you go to a straight bar, fine, but, like, I mean, I got so comfortable in WeHo, but I go home to Jersey, and I'm fine in a normal bar. I can hit on a girl, but it's, like, 
you can't say you see a guy you want to hit on you you don't know if they're straight again no and, and it right can be black. dangerous yeah exactly yeah, it's dangerous because they get so like masculinity is so fucking fragile that it if you it, if you uh if it even brushes with femininity which yeah. is like a male hitting on you um because then you start to feel feminine like they are crumbled yeah. it's so fucking yeah. and fragile. these straight guys come into the bar come into the gay bar and get mad when gay guys hit on them yeah like don't mm-hmm. hit they're like oh shit that's a man in a dress i'm like actually this is my house and you can leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you can fucking leave. Yeah, because nobody even wanted to fuck you here. Someone walked past us and like said "faggot," like called one of us like that, what? and we were like, "Welcome, well, welcome, welcome to Tiger like, Heat, bitch!" <laughs> I know. Where are yeah. you? Where are we? <laughs> I was like, "Where are we?" He was like, didn't have a shirt on, like a total like frat bro looking dude, and I was like. What? He probably just swallowed a gallon of cum in the bathroom and he's like, fucking faggots. <laughs> he's like burping up semen. I'm not the one. <laughs> I can't. With you fragile ass hoes, I can't. It's true. I have like the straightest co-workers too, but they all are like, they all like want to go to WeHo with me and they're like, I don't mm-hmm. care about that stuff. Though. They're, they're like, if someone like flirts with them, they wouldn't like get yeah. mad. So I was like, okay, yeah. as long as you're That's like fine. not an asshole. Yeah, be fine with it. Yeah. yeah. Did yeah. I ever ask you to be on Pose or have you ever auditioned for it? I auditioned for MJ Rodriguez's part. Got it. Yeah. And it was, um, I think I, I think I had two callbacks and um, they went with MJ, and she was the better choice. Like, mm-hmm. I can't do what she does. She's like a real-ass trained actor. Got it. And, because uh, people are like, oh, would you do Pose? And I'm like, they haven't made a part for me on Pose. Got it. I'm like, I'm like a Hillary Banks in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I'm not any of those girls, mm-hmm. you know? So for, because normally, nine times out of 10, an acting job, that person is the character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's very rare that it's Meryl Streep where she's like pouring herself into a character. Like this is yeah, but like yeah, most acting gigs are like Sarah Jessica Parker is Carrie in every fucking thing yeah. that she's in. Don't don't front. You know it. So that's probably what she's like in real life. So if you're gonna make a character like me, you probably have to know me. True. Someone said hoping it'll be a Reese, and they want to know any further content or projects that you're working on that you can talk about. Is this live? It's oh, not live. I'm sorry. I was like, what? No. <laughs> well, they've seen you in my videos before. Oh, they yeah. said, I'm hoping you'll be a Reese. Oh, that's cute. Okay. Um, what did they ask? <laughs> so that first part threw me off. I was like, <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, shit. But they want to know if there's any like future like content and projects that you're working on that you can announce right uh, now. I can't announce one thing I'm working on, but it will be on E. Uh, and then, oh, this got announced today. Slay Models is having a competition, and I'm hosting the entire thing as their supermodel. And uh, it's going to be, I think, uh, like at Sony Pictures. Um, but it's going to be on Logo. And so you can watch it there and see as a guest judge. Uh, I think there's a bunch of guest judges that are like big celebrities. Is it a modeling competition? It's a modeling competition. They're okay. looking for the next big trans model okay. to sign to Slay Models. Oliver! And- yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Bring it to the runway. I gotta get to the runway first. Okay. Yeah. No, you don't. We have non-binary. We have everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But yeah, so I have those two things coming up, and I think I have one more thing coming up, but I can't remember. Are there any clothes or any type of modeling you're not comfortable with? Um, I'm not comfortable. The only thing I'm ever not comfortable with is being exploited. Because I love clothes. I love being naked. I like either. I don't care. But if I feel like you're having more gain than I'm getting for this, I'm being exploited. Mm-hmm. And so I can't work with you. Thanks. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And that's on period. That's on period. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I remember advice Arise gave me at that same New York party. You gave me a lot of wisdom at that New York party when we were up there. I was there. talking a lot. Yeah. We were, we were, we were jib jabbering. And she was like, I mean, we were talking about our families or whatever and stuff like that. And you were like, ah. I am the poorest one in my family, but I I'm am. also the most famous. Tell me how the fuck that works. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, there is a there is a correlation. That's why I really get when you're like, if you can do anything else, do it. Do it. Like, people are like actors, models, or like, like entertainers because they're literally like, you can't see yourself doing anything else. No, if I worked a nine to five at like a call center, I would have shot myself in, in the, the face. Head, yeah, no, in the <laughs> face, so that there was no open casket, no nope. one should look at me ever again. Yeah, I'd be done. I can't. I didn't use my skills to the best of their ability. I'm so much better to do something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if I am forced to work for some horrible company who's basically paying slave labor wages with no benefits, I'd kill myself. 
Not even that. I, I feel like I don't need a lot of, I mean, obviously I want a lot of money. That is like the T. Obviously you've taught me some ways to get that money. Um, <laughs> but but uh, it's almost like, I feel like I will sacrifice the uh, a lot of money that will come from like a really nice business job where that's my whole life, where I worked at nine to five and all that kind of stuff. I would rather make less money and be able to fully support myself and work every day happily and do what, what I love. love. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing, kids. With that business job, desk job, unless that's what you love to do, you're just creating a false sense of security for yourself because it can all be taken away like that. Yes. Tomorrow's not promised for any of us, and you can't ever forget that this is not a dress rehearsal. This is your life. Do you mm. want to look back and think, damn, why didn't I do that thing I wanted to do? Because if I fail a million times, at least I fucking tried to do what I wanted. Bam. Mm. Yeah, whereas you failed at something you didn't even want to do. You're, <laughs> you're the big loser, bitch. <laughs> Oh, oh my god, you have great Wow. Wow. <laughs> this is how I live my life. Oh my god. I have no fucking regrets because I wanted it once upon a time. Anything that happened to me was a choice that I made and it was the result of a choice that I made and it was it was what I wanted once. And so I'm like, oh, that didn't work out. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Oops, that blew up in my face, but at least I did the direction I wanted to do. So okay. someone wants to know, um, yes. do you have cheat days? And if you do, what do you eat? Mm. Um, my cheat days are not as cheaty as some people's, but uh, my cheat days are whenever I feel like it, when I feel like I just deserve to be happy. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and I will order a Fresh Brothers vegan pizza. It's the Ooh. Berkeley, and it's amazing. And I will eat half of it in one sitting and watch The Little Mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> I ate 36 cookies the other night. <laughs> Ah, yes. You were the cookie monster, so you had a bad <laughs> I cannot. Was that for the video? Yeah. That was you well, literally I, ate them? Well, I was. I, well, the thing cookie is like, monster doesn't even eat the cookies. They fall out of his mouth. Yeah, but I, right. was a I, I was high. I got high. And then I was like, I, the video was done. I only ate three cookies during the video, but then I was ah. sitting there and I started binge watching Average of the Last no. Airbender. And I'm like, oh, uh, good show. Okay, yeah, but like, good Solid. choice, you know? Yeah. Solid show. Solid but they show. all had to go. Like, they all had to go because I'm like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to have to do it all tonight because tomorrow I can't cheat. Uh, see, I hide cookies for guests. Like, I have, like, Oreos way up in the back. And I'm like, here, these haven't expired yet. Her apartment <laughs> is beautiful. She's got a, she has a two-bedroom because you turned one room into, into a, a closet. closet. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That was yeah. the, first, has, like, the first time I ever there. met you. That's what you told me. You turned one of your rooms to a closet. Hi, I'm better than like, everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> and I can prove it with an extra room in my house. <laughs> This is who I am, but it's fine. I'm happy with who I am. I don't have everything, but I have everything I need. I think you've already answered this, but someone wants to know what are some of the things you've modeled and walked for? Uh, I walk Marco Marco whenever he asks. I've done four shows for him. Bless you. I've watched four shows for him in total, and he's only had five shows, so shows you that. because I, I didn't to be in show. So good. It's you so much fun. You could probably do one. You know him, right? I'm sure I'm, you could. I'm very good friends with Marco. I yeah. have to ask. Well, I'm, my, and she's, she yells at me for this all the time. I'm like, I have a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. That can like help me book things, but I'm always terrified to ask because I never want it to seem like my our friendship is fake or I'm only friends with them because I mm-hmm. want something. I'm just like, I'm always afraid. My to thing ask. is, if you're afraid to ask, offer them something in return. What can I do for you? I'll do your campaign. Do you want me to sew something for you? Anything mm-hmm. you want me to do as a exchange? Absolutely. Like, I rock Marco at like he dressed me for. They had they had me at RuPaul's DragCon all three days as like a celebrity guest, and so one day I did a comedy show. The other days I'm just walking around taking pictures with fans. And he's super nice. So nice, no, but he gave me he outfitted me for the whole thing, and it's because I do his shows. Yeah. You know, it's just tit, you know, yeah. it doesn't have to be tit for tat, but it's like you become friends and you form relationships with people, and you can't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah. Because I sh- I shouldn't have to pay for all my own clothes. Do you know how many people's clothes I've modeled? Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, <laughs> like give me these clothes. But um, I've done Lucky Brand jeans. I've done ASOS. I've done Lululemon. I have done uh, opening ceremony. I've done God. What else have I done? So many fucking things. Uh, whatever this sweater is, I can't remember. But I modeled for them last year. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> And they gave me this. I know. I'm She's sorry. done a lot. I'm sorry. I've done so much. I can't remember. I'm sorry. I've been working for 15 fucking years. It's really hard to remember. It's really hard to remember. It's like, yeah, it's I'm, just, I'm reading these questions. I'm like, uh, some of them are boring. But someone wants to know, do you constantly get people trying to get with you because you're a model? 
I get people constantly trying to get with me because I'm trans and they haven't tried that yet. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, they don't care that I'm a model. They just, I just fit the little box where they're just like, yo, you've got like all of that. I'm like, uh, I'm not your fetish. Goodbye. Unless they're hot. Fuck. Bitch, I have said that once and I've said it a million times. I'm like, if it's like Jason Momoa and he's like, I'm into trans girls. I'm like, I'm into you. <laughs> That's nuts. I feel so subjugated right now, but who cares? <laughs> at least I'm getting what I want. It's an exchange at this point. I'm not You're being right. used. Exactly. You're being used if you think you like them. Fuck that. <laughs> no. But yeah, not for being a model, for being a trans person. I have one I want to ask you. All right. Well, do you, um, you know, being successful, you successful in this and you had a lot of obstacles to overcome, but just like the broad sense of modeling, period. If you had any advice that you would go back and tell your former self when you were younger that you think would help other people trying to break out into this business, what would you say? I would say, bitch, move to L.A. first. Don't even go to Miami. Don't even go to New York. You'll learn some great things there, meet some great people. But bitch, you could be famous way faster if you just move to L.A. and you'll be just minting money by the time you're 30 and you won't be 33 at your friend's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that, is, that is amazing advice. And I think that that crosses the spectrum of all entertainment because when I wanted to move to L.A., I was in New York trying to find jobs here before I moved because that mm -hmm. was the technically smart thing to do mm -hmm. and I had a, an interviewer tell me they're like baby like you may be good at what you do but this is LA everybody here does what you do and there's somebody who's willing to do it cheaper and they're younger they're pretty they do like less mm -hmm. money whatever around the corner so if you want this you got to come here first and then you figure it out so my uh -huh. the advice is you have to come here and you know, you fucking, you just figure it out. Yeah, man. you got to come here and got, be ready to work. Yes. yes. That's the thing. And Don't also, expect anything. Yeah. yeah. And expect to fail. You will fail. Failure is growth. It's literally starting a new starting point, which is great, because you're starting with the knowledge you have now. Yeah, mm -hmm. just look at Strut and Lohan Beach Club. <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to be on E. Oh, okay. <laughs> I should be on a reality TV show. What's my one? I should get the next one. Uh, cops. Yes, well, bad boys, bad boys. Was what that racist? Do? We'll find out later. Yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, so where can people find you, Aris? Oh, yes. Uh, I am at Aristocrat on all platforms, and I'm the one with the blue check mark, so you won't miss it. Can you spell it for me? Uh, at A-R-I-S-C-E-S-T-O-C-R-A-T. No, and then I'm... Um, Aris Wanzer 666 on Facebook. And it's my official verified page. 666? It's to scare off people who are scared of me. <laughs> <laughs> people are so afraid of a number. <laughs> <laughs> what you gonna do? Where can people find you, Mac? People can find me if you search anywhere Mac does it. Where can people find you, Mike? People can find me if you search at MikeMGTV anywhere. What about you, Oliver? Send me, boy. Send me, boy. Turn off my mic right yes, there. Yes, it was down. <laughs> but send your hookup stories at messypod at gmail.com. Yes. Or tweet us at messypod. Any ideas or suggestions for our podcast or any guests you want us to have. Yes, and follow like our Reese. Instagram because that's like I asked the questions for this on our Instagram stories. So if you want to be interactive, also make sure to check out our Instagram at messypod. Yes. Yes. And you have just been douched. Have you douched? Did you douche today? Not today. <laughs> <laughs> I just came from Cafe Gratitude. You I'm don't good. even eat. <laughs> I just ate. I had, I had vegan nachos. God. Goodbye, guys. Messy.